All right, hello BBT. Uh, welcome to our new segment called After Hours with Trader. Uh, this is a new segment we're trying out. We're going to talk about what happened in the market last week. What are the news that came out? Uh, we'll watch some TikTok videos, see some reactions. We'll go over Twitter uh, news and events. So, brand new segment. We're really, really excited to launch this. And this first episode, uh, Andrew is going to be involved in this as well. But this first episode, we're with Profits of Profit. Brian Peasant. <laughs> Brian, welcome. Yeah, good uh, Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. And uh, yeah, looking forward to, uh, to kicking this off. This is the very first uh, YouTube video we've got going here with this after hours uh, segment. So yeah, looking forward to it. So let's, uh, let's get into it. Yeah, let's get into it. So we are, uh, for those of you who are wondering, we're actually in our Vancouver office space. We have an office where we have developers and trading, trading uh, traders trading with us. So really, really excited. And this room, which is beautifully designed, is specifically for, for this segment and for you guys. So if you like this video, make sure to like it, uh, subscribe it for sure. That helps us a lot. Uh, before we start, Brian, I have a question, and this has been on my mind ever since I joined BBT. Mm -hmm. Why are you profits of profit? <laughs> I really want to know. Well, I think I think you know someone who uh, the, one of our other moderators give, gave me that uh, title. Right. I believe it was Thor, and uh, I don't. I, I guess it just came out of this um, this knack. I guess I have to to sort of pick out things you know target prices where you know are going and um and finding bottoms you know picking bottoms so you know they i guess i earned this uh this title from thor I so love it. yeah I love it. and uh with trading with him in the morning it's been uh it's been lots of fun so it's, it's definitely fun. yeah yeah for sure if you're not part of our uh, chat room there, there's gonna be a link in the description so make sure to check it out so let's start let's do a quick market wrap, wrap up what happened in the market Brian what's what did you see what's coming up next week well what I saw last week was kind of interesting um, especially in the latter part of the week we had um, we had the queues obviously pushing to all-time highs very strong uh, technology sector um, and then you had the the Dow and the uh, and the small cap index, the IWM, uh, heading lower. Uh, yeah. So it was a real, um, you know, divergence of indexes. And you know, it just the the Dow and the IWM tend to be a little bit more economically sensitive, yeah. as you know. So uh, it seems to me that there was a little bit of a concern in the market that maybe um, economics aren't going to be as good going forward. Of course, the, that a lot of that was spurred by the renewed um, thoughts of lockdowns in Europe that might yeah. be coming. So, uh, I think uh, in, investors and traders sort of took that to to heart. But again, in in, in and as far as um, I'll make another comment about the internals of the market. It seems like there's um, some of the big big cap stocks, as you probably noticed as well, um, are are pushing to you know highs and all time highs. Like yeah. <clears throat> Amazon had a great week. Apple had another breakout yeah. week. But um, you know about half the stocks are are not performing that well. Um, half the stock market is uh, are below the 50 and the 200 day moving average. So. Yeah. It's uh, again a, a little bit of a, a you know a tale of two markets. Let's call yeah. it that. You know, it's, uh, I saw some really interesting. Um, I think a couple of weeks ago that um, 
we're seeing a systematic risk in the market with the big technologies because they're like 40% of the S&P. Absolutely. So nothing could go wrong with Apple. Nothing could go wrong with Netflix. They're, per, they're specifically too big to fail. Yes. If they're in an OA, the banks were too big to fail. Now in this market, the techs are too big to fail. They should not fail uh, at all. Yep. Um, and then this week, of course, we got the GDP number coming on on Wednesday. This is going to mm -hmm. be a shorter trading week. Um, happy Thanksgiving to all the Americans uh, out there. Um, but any other economic data that is coming out? I think we've got the FOMC um, uh, meeting minutes that are yeah. coming out. Uh, we do have some, a fair amount of economic data that's coming this week. We've got um, jobless claims. We've got housing starts. So, um, you know, all those things are watched by the market. And, uh, of course, uh, the, the minutes from the FOMC will be interesting as well. So, um, but I think, like as you said, it's going to be a, um, a weird week, as, as yeah. every Thanksgiving week is. It's uh, three days of trading, one day off, and then, and then sort of a half day, which is you know, volumes usually really light on that uh, yeah. Friday. That Friday, yeah, yeah, it's a half day, yeah. So, for earnings, we have HP, Best Buy, and Agilian Technologies. That are some of the notable ones. Are yeah. you? We know you're big on the earnings with the yeah. options. Sometimes, <laughs> are you playing? Sometimes I, I, I don't often trade earnings with stocks. I just don't, um, as I explained in my book, I, I, I tend to stay away from trading stocks through earnings just because it, things are just so unpredictable as to which way they can go. Yeah. Um, if you, you know, if I do trade through earnings, I'll usually do it through options because at least, you know, you can define your risk. Exactly. So, um, and some of the, my better option plays that I've had is, have been waiting for the earnings to come out and then um, letting those, yeah, 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 letting those stocks find new levels, um, and then selling puts or selling calls yeah. against those levels. But um, yeah, well, interesting. You missed uh, uh, Zoom. Zoom is another one that's coming out. Oh, Zoom, Zoom will be coming out on Monday, so oh, wow. that'll you know that's your um, lockdown trade. So it'll be interesting to see how they do. But yeah, we've got we've got a smattering of technology stocks, and we've got uh, a number of um, of retailers too, which uh, retailers have been doing really well um, this exactly, season. Yeah. We got I think we've got Dix as well coming out. Yeah, Home Depot just crushed their earnings yeah, right last yeah. week. and yeah. Lowe's re responded pretty well too, I believe. So. So still, still lots yeah. of opportunities if you're yeah. a trader, for sure. Still lots of earnings, particularly, uh, <clears throat> particularly Tuesday and, and, and Wednesday especially. Um, Let's get to the news for the week. Uh, did you hear about the Constitution being outbid by Ken Griffin? Did you read that news? Oh, yeah. I, I, I scanned over that. Yeah. That was... That was funny. That's super interesting. Yeah. So I, I had no idea. There is this thing called um, DAOs or DAOs in crypto market, which stands for Decentralized Autonomous uh, Organizations, which is basically a corporate structure. People invest in this blockchain, uh, completely decentralized. And they were betting for constitution, uh, $42 million. Mm -hmm. But one of the flaws with this is that you can actually see, based on the money, because it's open source, mm -hmm. how much they're going to bid. Yep. And apparently, Ken Griffin, uh, the CEO of Citadel, the market making firm, yeah. outbid the crypto <laughs> crypto bros yeah, yeah. by $1. <laughs> so <laughs> people funny. are saying that's a war. You yeah, know, he's, yeah. he's going after from payment for order flows to uh, outbidding for, for yeah. crypto. So I think yeah. that was that was that was pretty interesting. That was a, yeah, that was that was a funny, uh, funny thing. And it was, you know, in the the crypto people are uh, sort of against the old, uh, the old, establishment. the old establishment there. So that was uh, that was a bit of a kick, a sand kick in the face, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. interesting. 
So, back to Twitter. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember Elon Musk tweeted. Um, uh, there was a word hunger organization said that all they need is two billion dollars, which is uh, or six billion dollars, which is like a tiny fr a fraction of Elon Musk's net worth to solve word hunger. So Elon Musk, of course, very active on Twitter, um, said if you can open source it and say what you want to do with the money. I'll give out the money happily, no problem. We'll put that uh, tweet chain somewhere in the screen uh, once we're doing the editing. But it was very interesting. But the word hunger organization actually came out with a plan. Yeah. So they came out with a plan. Uh, so now the ball is in <laughs> Elon's court. If it was a publicity stunt or if he's really about <laughs> uh, helping yeah. it. Yeah. What so, do you think, Brian? Yeah, you certainly. Uh, they, they did come out and sort of call his bluff. So, um, you know. And you never know with Elon. Elon, I mean, he's the kind of guy who just could surprise you, you know. I mean, he'll follow through with what he did. I mean, if you look at what he did last week, you know, or, um, you know, selling. He said he was going to sell all his shares, and that's what he did. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he's just, uh, you know, he, he marches to the beat of his own drum, right? So, uh, apparently, they looked at the filing that he did for those shares, and the date was back in September. Okay. So, he yeah. already was planning to yeah. sell them, but then he did this publicity stunt yeah, on Twitter. Yeah. yeah, It's hard to be a Tesla shareholder. Like, you can, I, I'm always advocating for trading Tesla, don't own Tesla, because it's, having a CEO like that yeah he's uh, yeah he's a he's a wild card I mean he like I said he's to march to the beat of his own drum and he's uh, you know he's kind of one of those geniuses that but he doesn't sometimes he just doesn't care and yeah. other times he does but the one thing you can't do is uh, is short Tesla because you know look at what happened last week it you know it, it pulled back and hit thousand and, oh, and actually I think it little put in a little double bottom there and that's uh, held the thousand level that's where I, I shorted some puts and let them expire. So. And that's actually been one of my most profitable yeah. trades, is just selling puts on Tesla. Yeah. Because the worst that could happen is it comes down and then you have to buy 100 shares of Tesla, yeah, yeah. which I own, because yeah. I know eventually Tesla's gonna go up. Eventually it's gonna yeah. go back up because it's like one of those cult stocks. Cult stocks, you, exactly, you know, yeah. yeah. People just wanna own it and uh, there's lots of support in the, in the in the hedge fund community as well for it oh, yeah. uh, you know big investors are heavily invested in it and they just see it as a long term you know long term story exactly yeah, yeah. so speaking of Tesla shorts Dr. Berry um, he uh, deleted his Twitter again after like 10 times I think uh, he's been shorting Tesla he had a big uh, position I think notional exposure was around 400 million and he closed that position obviously with a loss uh, what do you think Brian well I think again it just it just plays to the point that it's really hard to short stocks that are essentially call what we call cult stocks and you know tesla is definitely a cult stock um, apple would probably fall into that as well you yeah. know it's hard to it's hard to end you know and you can tell it's a cult stock because when you, you know you get people of higher profile tweeting something negative about it they get death threats you know on twitter and stuff yeah. like that and it's just it just shows you that there's there's people out there that are heavily invested in in it yeah. you know so um yeah it's uh, a it's a it's just a really hard stock to uh to short you yeah. know my my personal big twitter moment brian is dr barry has actually blocked me on twitter 
Oh yeah, I swear. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, there you go. I, That's I exciting. Repli- I replied to, <laughs> to his t- tweet that you're gonna get toasted on your Tesla shorts. <laughs> yeah. And he actually blocked me. Oh, okay. So well, that's that's my. Well, uh, yeah, then, then, yeah. Let's not talk. Of, <laughs> I don't want. Yeah, but I. Yeah. yeah. Of fame. But let's not. Let's. Not, I just. Yeah. yeah. Twitter's a <clears throat> Twitter's a challenging environment oh, to sure. to be um, to be playing in. Yeah. Anyway. All right. The next tweet we're gonna react to is from our fearless leader, Andrew. Uh, he talks about Rivian. A Rivian um, electronic vehicle is worth 150 billion. We've talked about this a lot in the chat room. Yeah. How it's more valuable than Ford. Ford is, of course, invested in Rivian. Uh, Rivian. Um, what do you think? Well, as as um, you know, Ford. They've got Ford. They've got Amazon supporting them. I mean, the. A lot of time we we joke about this in the room, of course, uh, about how you know we don't use the F word in in the room anymore. The yeah. F word being fundamentals, fundamentals not yeah. what you're thinking. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, some of the some of this the valuations that uh, the markets are um, attaching to some of these companies are just you know they, they're not they're not explainable with yeah. uh, with fundamentals. So. It's they, they just turn into momentum trades, yeah. you know, and and uh, and you know it's not like it's the momentum's gonna going to flip around anytime soon, so you you know they're just uh, you just got to go with it, right? Exactly. You know, price is truth, as they say. Yeah, uh, I talked about it on in in the chat room on Thursday. I said we have two type of bubbles. We have a structural bubbles and we have fundamental bubbles. A structural bubbles is like when the math doesn't make sense, like a company is spin off a part of it and then all of, all of a sudden that spin off is more valuable. Uh, those structural bubbles usually don't last. You can short them, you can profit from them. But the fundamental bubbles, those are the ones you should be worried about because you don't know when they're going to burst. Market could stay irrational for a really, really long time and valuation is subjective. Like someone could say, no, based on their 2025 revenue estimate, they're actually undervalued. How are you going to argue with that, right? Like, or if Saudi Arabia's uh, sovereign wealth fund start buying Rivian, how, how can you beat that, right? So uh, that's another thing as traders, you should be really careful with these fundamental bubbles because they don't burst. But if you found a structural bubbles, which sometimes you do find, like, uh, I talked about DraftKings when yeah, it was at seventy dollars yeah. a share. Yeah, their market cap was bigger than total addressable market of gaming industry. Yeah, yeah. Like it was obvious that is not sustainable. So look for those structural bubbles. Don't don't go after these fundamentals because you're gonna get burned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They say the you know you can the market can uh, remain irrational longer than you can uh, remain solvent. solvent. So uh, just just always bear that in mind. Right. Don't uh, don't try to rationalize something. Um, in your mind that uh, it's, a, it's a good short or long Yeah. when the market's telling you something different. Exactly, yeah. Always, uh, the market is always right, right? The yep. price action. Yep. And the last tweet, um, Apple, oh, some, yeah. some footage. Uh, another leaked. Apple, another uh, Apple news, car news event. I you know, car, yeah. We've had a few of them and, uh, you know, lots of rumors, but no, uh, but yeah, but uh, again, it's... Uh, It'll be it'll be interesting. It'll be definitely. It'll be a, da- a game changer for Apple because yeah. Apple's Apple has really been sticking kind of with their um, their core stuff, yeah. and this is this is really out of the box for them a little bit. So, but it'll be interesting. I'm sure it'll I'm sure it'll garner a lot of interest and probably a lot of people uh, you know wanting to have an Apple car. Yeah, exactly. It'll be 
I, I would love one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for well, sure. It right? depends on my trading profit yeah, yeah. until 2025, but <laughs> yeah. I would personally love yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Be the first in Vancouver, maybe? Yeah. Why not? Who yeah. knows? Who knows? All right, so this last uh, segment of, um, you know, After Hours with Traders, we react to TikToks. Um, you know, of course, TikTok is a really popular platform. Videos are usually short, but, you know, trading is something that actually takes time. Um, we've handpicked these videos. Some of them are good, some of them are bad. Is Brian has not seen them, so his reaction is going to be truly authentic. This is how I make $500 a day trading. It's that easy, and anyone can do it. <laughs> Up onto TradingView, click on indicators here, and I'll type in signal. Click this first one right here, QQE. Bang, there we go. It tells us exactly when to buy and sell our currency pair. We can try it with another one, USD, JPY. Sell, buy, sell, buy, sell, buy. What do you think, Brian? $500 every day? Yeah, you know, if it was, uh, as, as with all of these things, if it was that easy, everybody would be doing it, <laughs> you know, um, and it, it would essentially you know, it would essentially negate itself, you know, if everybody started doing the same thing. Exactly. So, um, yeah, and, and that one obviously is related to currency pairs. Um, yeah. You know, and, and, and that's definitely in a market that, uh, that I haven't traded in very much, but it's very much uh, sort of a, a big boys, uh, big, a big boys. girls market yeah. for sure. You got to have a lot of lot of money, highly yeah, and capitalized. It's a, it's it's a lot of it is event driven, fundamental driven. Yeah. What is um, Bank of uh, Canada yeah. doing? What if uh, what is uh, you know European Central Bank doing? Yeah. What is the swap market telling us? It's very complicated. So be careful just finding some easy indicators, and they have lots of false positives yeah. and lots of false negatives. Yeah. So yeah, and there yeah, there's a lot of very sophisticated. Uh, traders that are are doing the currency markets um so you're you're really in in with uh, not a lot of retail uh, most a lot more uh, a lot more. more institution for yeah. sure yeah all right let's see the second one <clears throat> uh, i love TikTok. this indicator is still the best trading which no one uses go to indicators and at sar buy when it shows green dots <laughs> then sell when it shows red dots. Oh, that's easy. Like this. Brian, why are you not doing this? <laughs> why are you every week sending out emails detailing economic data that is yeah. coming out? Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> again, this, this just plays to sort of the oversimplification of, uh, of trading that people push. You yeah. Know? And it's, uh, yeah. It's, uh, I don't know what, what stars you were talking about. It looked like red candles. So you just buy anything that's printing a red <laughs> candle and you, or sell anything that's printing a red candle and buy anything that's printing a green yeah. candle. That's yeah. a good way to generate a lot of income for your broker. That, uh, 100%, <laughs> you know? exactly. You make the broker rich. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in our community, we really like advocate for, you know, keeping it simple, but still having a systematic approach. Um, and you know, Brian, I think three times a week you send out an email uh, talking twice. about your twice a week. Yeah. yeah. Talking about the big picture macro and then kind of narrow it down. So 
um, go check out Bearable Traders, um, put your email in there and you receive uh, Brian's email. Really, really informative. Uh, very, very interesting. That's it for this week. So we talked about what's happening in Twitter, what's happening this week. Um, uh, some of the earnings might have actually happened by the time we post this uh, in, our, in our YouTube channel. So very interesting. Of course, we're giving this format uh, a try. So if you have any suggestions, if you think we should talk about something specifically, uh, make sure to leave it in the comment section. If you enjoyed this and you want to see more of this, uh, definitely like, subscribe. Uh, check out Brian's book, How to Swing Trade. Uh, he's also working on a second book. Hopefully, we'll get that in first half of 2022, you think? I'm hoping sort of uh, first quarter of the new year. Well, we'll see, hopefully. And, uh, of course, check out your book. Yes, absolutely. Stock, Stock Market Explained. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, of course, Andrew's uh, How to Day Trade for a Living, which is a classic. Uh, we do trade every day. Um, we have a, you know, a great chat room, great community. So feel free to check that out as well. Uh, with that being said, thanks for sticking with us. Thanks for being yeah. Brian. Yeah. First episode. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, happy to be a part of this of course, uh, yeah. kickoff. So cheers uh, to that. Yeah. There's Bailey's in this coffee. <laughs> <laughs> cheers to that. All right. All right, everyone. everyone. Have a good one and trade yeah. safe. Take care. Bye now.